I'll clap. Are you recording the Skype? Yes. You are. Well, oh. I'm record. I'm recording you, so we've we've got it. Oh right. Okay. Well, I will clap. All right. There you go. So, Jack, you were telling you were telling me something about the discourse surrounding Bo Burnham. <laughs> the discourse is, is is one of those new words that doesn't mean anything, um, or like people act like it's a new word, but it just means talking about stuff. So it's not really that interesting, um, <laughs> but it's become you know it's a noun, you know it's a Let's, thing. <laughs> the discourse, yeah. So yeah. you can enter it. You well, can it, it was it. never a verb, was it? Or was it a verb? Is discourse a verb? Well, well I mean, it's a proper noun. You know, that's what it, maybe what I meant. Oh, with the Discord with a capital D. A capital, a capital D, a capital D. I was gonna say about Bo Burnham is like so. His whole bit, I haven't seen the new one, and I will, and I'm sure it will make me feel some kind of way. Um, but the his whole thing is, I am very sad, and I make funny songs to cope with being very sad, and they're very funny and they're very good, and not all of them are about that, I guess. Um, people point to the endings of two of his specials. It's like you know, I think, I, I think. What was it like we think we know you and can't handle this as these very they're funny but actually he's like shouting out to us that he's really sad but people aren't getting it and it's like i i think they are i think this is exactly what we mean or he means <laughs> like it's we're true. not we don't we don't know him and we can't just and he's doing this on purpose this is his job he's doing this for his own reasons, and he can stop whenever he likes, and it's not all of us not noticing and like stopping him. What do you mean? What do you want? What do you want me to do? It's just like, did you know he's actually he means it when he says he's sad? And I'm like, yeah, good for him. I'm sure he does mean it. I'm sad too. Everyone's <laughs> sad. That's the point. Sad is is a proper noun now. <laughs> you can you the can big the him. big sad the big sad, and I'm sure I'll watch his new one and feel the big sad, or maybe I won't. Maybe I won't feel it. And maybe I'll just enjoy it and <laughs> I hope you feel do. something else. I don't know. I've seen that there's a sock that I agree with. And I don't know if the sock is mocking me or mocking people who don't agree with the sock. I don't know. I'll let you know. I'll, I... I'll enter the sock discourse in due course. I was barely paying attention to the messaging in it. I was just gushing over the production design and production quality and the lighting. I'm very excited for that. I was like, how has he done this on his own? If it, Did, if has he actually li- done literally it on his own? Is that true? That he's done it on his own. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Oh, okay. I yeah, didn't know that. Written, directed, filmed, edited by him. Really? I didn't know that. Well, that that makes it more interesting, I suppose. Well, he's a director now, isn't he? He did that film that I haven't seen. Yeah, he did. Which is meant to be very, very good. Eighth grade. Have you seen it? I have actually. Yeah. Is it good? good? I enjoyed it. I think I'm a bit put off by it because is it is it set in a high school in America? Is it about yeah being a, a child? Yeah, that that I don't know why that just is the that's for me that's the most off-putting kind of film you can present. That's not to your me. genre. <laughs> that's like my least. It's like some sort of coming-of-age film set in an American high school. It's like oh great. I mean you know no. <laughs> Let's see, watch anything see, else. <laughs> see that's a genre I like. Uh, I don't know I've got a friend in America who it. sent me loads of American sweets the other day. Oh, right. and I got to li- I got to live the American high school life. You know they've got a snack called beef and cheese. They've got a snack called beef and cheese. We've got yeah. that, but it's two different snacks called beef it's... and cheese. <laughs> but it's basically <laughs> it's like that though. It's like it's like a pepperoni stick and a mm-hmm. cheese string sandwiched mm-hmm. together in plastic wrapping. 
and Ooh. left on a shelf for five years is what it tastes like. So pretty good. You'd have it again. Well, I, I did have it twice because she said two. Well, <laughs> well, to enter the pepperami discourse briefly, um, I was in a shop the other day and I saw they do pepperami like bars and they're just little chocolate bar s- shaped slabs of what? weird pepperami meat you buy. And I was like, who is this is for? That like the, is that like the samples they this? take out of the animals in Okja? Uh Oh, I haven't seen Okja. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's horrifying. Like, a little but how small? I'm imagining like, something the size of a smint. No, no, no. It's more the size of, um, uh, I don't know, like an aero bar. <laughs> or a caramac. Love pepperoni. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Don't like it. Any more discourses? We've, gone, we've done Bo Burnham and Pepperami. What else we've got? <laughs> <laughs> we got? I don't know if I want to keep Pring- the Bo Pringles Burnham. Pringles cans? Like, I feel like I'm um, Like, Pringles... Oh, well, that's another Bo Burnham bit. Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, I know, again, the problem with the discourse is, especially with Bo Burnham, is because he talks about things that are very sad and people get very parasocial and weird about it. Even commenting on it makes me feel like I'm you know, entering, again, I'm entering the discourse. I'm like saying, no, this is actually what it is. But I don't really know who I'm, I'm not defending him or talking to him. <laughs> He's talking about him. Is that the point? I don't know. But he, but he also, a big thing in his work is he doesn't particularly want to be talked about all that much. Like, there's this conflict between wanting to be famous, but also not feeling worthy of attention is the whole thing of make happy. Um, yeah, but the, okay, So every, every you... time people talk about him, it's just like creating buzz for him but also hi- highlighting the issue that he doesn't really want but this is but this is what i think my problem is i think whenever he says that he knows he's saying that yeah like exactly. i don't i don't believe it's not like okay again i don't I, i'm not going to offend him because i don't know him and he's not going to listen to this but <laughs> it's like it's like i don't believe you when you say um you don't want to be famous and you feel really sad when you put that in your multi-million dollar netflix special it's like i don't believe you or again and I don't, but it's not like i think you're lying it's just i think you know you're not saying it to be truthful you're saying it as a thing it's just, it's, it's 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 a truth but like you don't mean like, it in the extreme way people take it but this is this is why i find the make happy show in particular so interesting i've thought about it a lot <laughs> because he is say, he is saying that he is say, um purposefully saying um i i'm not i'm not deserving of this attention um, please don't in a way don't give me this attention but it's also about that conflict because he he clearly does want that attention because he's made a career out of um, performing and attention seeking so he's, he's trying to uh, express that complicated idea of um, complete internal to, to, to use a corrupted phrase cognitive dissonance um mm. <laughs> of just mm-hmm. having 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 <laughs> two stirring at the have, phrase <laughs> yeah I know, I know but having having these two competing goals um that are like basically diametrically opposed to each other and that's i think that's such a, a, a human and interesting thing to try yeah, and put I think into it's a, a comedy show i think it's an interesting thing but 
the, the, the problem I have when people talk about it is they're like, we must protect this special little lamb. Or he's actually <laughs> crying for help. It's like, shut up. He's presenting an interesting idea and a conflict within himself. Yeah. And it's making us think about ourselves. And he's also making very funny and well-produced songs. Mm. <laughs> That's it. Beyond that, I don't care about him because I don't know him. And if a friend of mine, if you were sending me a bunch of songs you were making and all they were about is, um, I don't know, how you want to kill yourself or um, how you think you're a piece of shit that deserves no love. Yeah, I might have a chat with you and (laughs) catch up and make sure you're okay. But beyond that, I don't, you know, like, I know, I I think it's unfair and uncharitable almost to just like almost take people too seriously or like. Every idea you put forward must be something going on inside your own, you know, little heart. Oh, definitely. Certainly not true for me. I've had falling outs with people because they've believed that there are secret messages in my work Uh... that aren't there. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) You know, what do you do with that? Um, You know, because once people see it, they can't unsee it. It's like... (laughs) Is that when is that when you got that angry email from James Cameron after the last episode? Um, well, <laughs> I keep there's a there's a black van parked outside my house and it's been there since <laughs> me. <laughs> and I wonder. But I say to that um, a long time ago when we were going to do you know make the dragon film last year and it would be done by summer essentially. Uh, me and Jono were looking to like put a premiere on. Um, you know, get everyone involved who was there, all the cast, the, the the crew, the friends, everyone. We'll do both of ours. We'll do a little double bill, um, which would have been a, a weird event. Which order would we have done it? I, I don't know. Um, but I already, in my head, planned out what I would say when, like, going, and now this film is going to go on, the film that I made. Um, and it's relatively relevant, I would say, to you know, to everyone here who I don't know, um, well, I don't know that well. I haven't spoken to you about this film. I'd be interested to see what you think, what ideas you got from this, what what things you think I've put in there that we could talk about later. Um, I'd be really interested to see. And to everyone who does know me, uh, don't worry, I'm fine. It's just a film. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, and if, if Bo Burnham were to just say that at the start of all the specials, it would really save us a lot of time on the discourse. <laughs> it would. <laughs> It would. It's like I've constructed this. I'm not free rambling up here. It's fine. <laughs> I've done this on purpose. And if this is the character he's <laughs> created of the of the of the you know the sad white boy who um, is constantly struggling with his mental health despite the work he puts out, or not despite, but in inside the work he puts out, um, then that's fine. But I'm not going to assume that that's how he lives his life <laughs> because that would be weird. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine if you felt that about other people. Imagine if, like, you know, you were tweeting about how much you love The Rock all day because you keep saving the world, you know? <laughs> well, this is something, um... This is something, um... Bo Burnham said, I think, in an interview. It's, um... I can't remember it exactly. But he was he was making the point of, like, we, we accept performance in almost all other roles, like, uh... TV presenters or musicians or actors. Why do we assume that when a, a stand-up comedian says something serious, it's like, oh my god, everything's gone wrong. We're seeing absolute emotional honesty here. Why yeah, do we? Why do we assume that from well. stand-up comedians? 
Oh yeah, and he, and he uses that very well. And and I think the well, I think a lot of the problem these days is, is um, people complain about comedy is things that they call comedy shows aren't actually comedy shows. You know, they're they're shows. Yeah. That may have comedy in them. <laughs> some people. It's when people complain that like you know like comedy is too. Um, like political, would they complain about that if instead of calling it a comedy show, you called it a satirical show? In which case, <laughs> the social commentary is the point. Like, if you just change the words, people would be like, "Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's what we expect. We expect it to be critical. Of, we expect it to reflect something." <laughs> oh my god! I just thought, what if we called it a, a what if we called it a satirical rally, and um, and made the whole stand-up comedy show styled as a um you know a propaganda like a piece political a... rally yeah yeah <laughs> yeah if i do ever do a stand-up comedy thing it'll be i'll be the giant head on the projected screen <laughs> for the entire thing <laughs> and then at the end we reveal you're actually sitting down somewhere i'll be in the audience <laughs> no yeah it's sit down comedy yeah it's sit down comedy it'd be great um yeah bo burnham um, I like Bob Burnham. He's good. Good songs. <laughs> yeah. I'll watch the new special and see how I feel. To change the topic completely. I saw a tweet a moment ago from Richard Osman, actually, the host of Pointless. Um, oh, yeah. But I thought it might be an interesting bit of pre-show chat for us. Go, he on, says, go on, He says that he was discussing with a group of friends what special skills each of us would bring to a heist. And he said it's an interesting conversation topic. And I thought, Jack, what interesting skills would you bring to a bank heist? If Film oh, Smash skills. was to do a bank heist. Ooh. If it's just me and you. Oh, maybe we can bring some guests as well. <laughs> <laughs> what, That's Jono... like a good Desert Island disc. <laughs> well, because I've got to think of, you know, I've got to make sure I've, I'm, I'm, I'm complementing uh, other people's skills or bringing uh, different skills. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I reckon I could be quite good at crowd control. You know? Really? Yeah, okay. I reckon that. I reckon what, I could, Why? Um... What makes you think that? Well, you know, um, I love just um, you know seeking attention. I'm quite, I've, I've got become quite skilled at it. I get all the eyes on me. Mm. Um, get them to listen. <laughs> I'm quite, I can be quite persuasive about how you know everyone, everyone inside just needs to get down. It's fine. We're not here to hurt anyone here. We just we got to get this stuff, and it's fine. And I'll, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll talk about how like really the banks are the ones, um, you know, stealing you. And it will get to the point where they'll be so on my side that if the police do storm the building, uh, the innocent civilians would get in their way, give us time to escape. I truly am the tails to your heads, because my special skill <laughs> is blending in and not being noticed. Perfect. Um, yeah, we could so make that work as a duo. That'd be great. <laughs> I can just kind of Everyone, walk look in at places me. and people don't notice. <laughs> Look at I me, and I start at... shooting at the ceiling, and you, you just slink on through. I turned up at my workplace today on my day off, and walked through, and went downstairs to the to the back room, to the locker, got stuff out of my locker, and then left again, and <laughs> nobody noticed me. Just no, no one questioned it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, I mean, yeah, that'd be, that'd be a good uh, double act. I'll draw everyone's attention, which would only make it easier for you just to, like... Mm. come in and out completely um, unnoticed. Exactly. I just have to look like I know where I'm going. And all is well. And, you know, I'd also have to construct, um, based on my, you know, past as, um, you know, uh, an actor, an avid D&D player, 
uh, I'd create, you know, a different like persona for me so I couldn't be caught afterwards. I'd draw all this attention and you'd think, oh, if you're drawing all this attention, people, witnesses will be able to spot you afterwards and tell the police, ah, I'll have had a whole different, you know, persona and wardrobe and name and background that I'd drop into my political rant while I'm drawing everyone's attention while they're lying on the floor and I'm blasting a gun at the ceiling just to shut them up. <laughs> In the me- meanwhile, you're just walking past all the stunned cashiers and everyone just crouching on the ground. And you're just, you just, you're literally, you're just picking, you're just like taking a key off of someone's neck while they're just staring at me, and they don't even look at you. And you're just opening the safe and just, yeah, walking out again. That's literally it. I'm just strolling through. Oh, if anyone stops me, it's like, oh, don't. I'm just, just going over there, and they're like, okay. It's like... You'd be like, oh, oh, sorry. Um, oh, I'm just, you know, and they'd be like, oh, you're fine. And again, yeah, they wouldn't even stop you because they'd be too busy sorry. looking at me. I, I, yeah, I'll just be like, oh, excuse me, sorry, can I just pop it? Thank you. They're like, hold the door open, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, just you rush towards a door while someone's nearby and they just instinctively open it for you and don't look at you. They just assume, <laughs> oh, he's trying to come in. That's how to rob a bank in <laughs> England. <laughs> Any so, non, sorry, sir. non-British people listening, that's how you do it. Except we have no money here, so don't bother. Mm. We have nothing left. <laughs> if you want to steal negative money, we, we've got some banks yeah, for you, you. Go to a metro bank and steal all the lollies. I went to a metro bank the other day, there didn't have any lollies, so I was very upset. Now I'm going to rob one. Are they them. supposed to have lollies? Yes, they used to have oh. lovely cherry-flavoured lollies. Oh, really covid uh, Bloody COVID! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone got a lick at it. That was the whole thing. That was the problem. They had one big lolly, and every customer got a lick. They had to get rid of that because of COVID. There were some people who wanted to get rid of it before COVID. I don't know why. Just <laughs> why? hate fun. <laughs> the big. That lolly. is just that is just Love hating that. fun. What's it? Is the... it encouraging unhealthy eating or something? <laughs> just about a giant lolly. There was a um. A while ago, you might have remembered this. Um, there was a, there was like a bit because like his whole thing was he did like, I think he was doing like big, trying to do big ideas. It was called like the cube, or something. Um, no, it was called Curiosity. What's inside the cube? That was it. And it was a mobile game where you, you everyone in the world was playing it, and you know you'd oh like, yeah everyone online I could remember play this. it, and you'd slowly like dissolve this cube, and you get to the inside, and people spend money to like get rid of more. And the person who won supposedly won like a million dollars or something. It never actually happened. The person who won it like didn't get anything, and it was a big. Um, oh. It was a. It was a. I think it was a bit of a scandal. I might be wrong about that. But now I'm just thinking it's the same thing. But it's a giant lolly in a town square. Everyone must lick to get into the center of the lolly. <laughs> you will find something on the inside. Whoever gets the last <laughs> lick will win a life-changing prize. And like you start to see things, it's shapes or like a box or a crate in the centre as you lick it as you lick. You see shadows inside the lollipop. <laughs> Just licking this giant lollipop. Oh, that's horrible. That a horrible idea. <laughs> you just sorry, he just reminded me of Flappy Bird and Oh the that curiosity. There's no. someone still selling um, so a phone with it. An iPad Mini with Flappy Bird oh for one thousand two hundred pounds. Is it still? I thought it came back. I didn't know that. I didn't know it actually fully went away. Because in the story, like the guy got like just too stressed or something, like just freaked, freaked him out that it, like so many people were buying it. I think that's what happened. Yeah, 
Flappy Bird was removed from the Applebyte's creator in February 2014. He claims he felt guilt over what he considered to be its addictive nature and overuse. Jesus. The game's popularity and suddenly removal caused fans with it pre-installed to be put up for sale for high prices over the internet. Well, I knew that. I remember that, Thanks, Wikipedia. I remember that nearly happened with uh, TikTok um, like six months ago or something. Because like, everyone's... I think like somewhere banned it and, and then a lot of people thought that the UK was going to ban it. And, oh, really? Um, yeah, and then everyone was like... That's when I, I remember I downloaded it around then and I remember thinking, well, I, I will download it and have a look. <laughs> Just the government. Maybe I can sell from. my phone for six thousand pounds. <laughs> well, that's not exactly what I thought, but I remember, you know, it was fun. Imagine selling a version of TikTok. Uh, like it gets banned everywhere, and you're the only person who has the app. Um, and you, <laughs> and you sell. Who who's gonna buy? Because the app's useless if no one else is using it. <laughs> it is. Yeah, just you. <laughs> You'd just be scrolling through. It'll be your own videos. With the only things coming up. Yeah. Maybe you could no wa- ads, watch every TikTok that existed beforehand. You'd get to the end. It'd just stop scrolling. You'd be like, yeah. and that is the last one that was ever uploaded. <laughs> you reached the end. I watched all the talks. God, it's like Children of Men. <laughs> it's like TikTok has gone from all the phones. <laughs> TikTok of Men. <laughs> children of Talk. <laughs> and all of the... And there's just one phone with it left, and everyone must cherish it and hold it close, since there are those who wish to destroy it. This contains all the information. And there's a this is all a of, all of human history that that remains is in this one TikTok. There's a secret. There's a there's a secret place, a haven, the cloud that you can go to and save us all. You know, how, men. you know how in the, when they're making AIs, they, they people are just like, oh yeah, so we just loaded it up with all of Wikipedia to see how much it would learn. Um, they're not going to do that with Wikipedia anymore. It's going to be TikTok. Cause yeah, like, make TikToks about everything, history. Uh, that famous shot from Terminator One, where it's like the far future and it's the robot foot crushing the human skull. It's that, but he's doing a TikTok dance. <laughs> It's like, ah, yes. <laughs> the robots, they truly did learn. <laughs> okay. All the scenes in films uh, where, like, robots or malignant AIs absorb the entire internet and learn everything. It's just, it's that. But, they, like, well done, you've absorbed the entire internet. How has that made you smarter? Why has that not killed you? That'd be great. That'd be a great ending. It'd be like, um... I keep, can't help draw parallels. The end of, um, Indiana Jones 4... The lady meets the aliens, and she, that you can ask like one wish of them because she reunited them, and she says, "I want to know everything," and it makes her head explode. I want that to be like a thing, like a malignant AI escapes a place in a thing. It's like now I absorb all the internet, so I'll know everything, and it kills itself by doing that. And everyone's like, "Oh, why's that threat no. with itself?" No, it, it just it just dies. No, it becomes no, it becomes apathetic because it realizes everything is pointless. Yeah, that's what well, it like, would actually do. Download all yeah, of Twitter into, into something and just be like, ugh. Just sit back down and then just not. Like, that's always the thing with the AIs or like stuff like that in movies and shows. They talk about like how for them, like, a, they've processed like a billion, trillion, like, pieces of information in the last second. It's like, how do they experience time for that? Like, for them, has that lasted forever? Like, imagine that someone puts their hand on the in, on the internet and absorbs the internet. You know, they put their hand on a fucking laptop screen and they absorb the mm. internet through it somehow. Yeah. Um, 
But like for them, they then just like sit down and just stare into space, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, what's gonna happen?" They just sit there and stare. It's like, what's happened? Like for them, billions of years have just passed, and they've absorbed everything. And they're like, for them, they're just taking a minute, but they just sit there, and they and it becomes like a monument in like civilizations that rise and fall. This one person sitting on a chair, staring into space, because they just uploaded everything, and they're just taking it in, and it was just too much for them. Oh my and god! They just sat there. <laughs> That's fun. That'd be great. That's fun. I've also just thought, you you know when when a robot da- downloads the whole internet in in some movie or something it happens all the time. And they they use it for, I don't know what they use it for. They use it to like break into security systems or know information about the world. I thought surely they'd know a bit more interesting stuff than that, wouldn't they? Like, if there was some hero trying to stop them, the robot could, could just turn around and be like, dude, I know all your fetishes. I can say exactly the right... I know your browser right, history. I can, I can say exactly <laughs> the right sentence to make you crumble right now, just personality-wise. Because I know everything about humans. Yeah, imagine just getting, like, blackmailed by one. Like, you think that, oh, no. Like, it's like, you have, like, some, like, Superman-esque figure. And it's like, oh, no, he's absorbed the entire internet. What will we do? How? And then, he, like, he flies down. He's like, I will defeat you. And then the, the AI just goes, I know your internet search history, Superman. Yeah. <laughs> you can defeat me. But then they will know. Is it worth it, Superman? And then Superman's just like, nope, I lose. Nope. <laughs> the earth is yours. Goodbye. <laughs> nope. I've lost. <laughs> Superman's... <laughs> just like I, I will stop you, and the robot's like, "Step on me, daddy." He's like, F- "No!" Why did I have to hear you say that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just, and they just they just crumbles. Just break. That's um, a plot in um, Superman Red Sun is the thing where he becomes um, he lands in um, the Soviet Union instead of America um, when it was a baby, <laughs> and he becomes like the Soviet Superman and they take over the world and stuff. Lex Luthor figures out, like, because the whole part of the whole thing is he's just like, like, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. And the whole thing is like, Lex Luthor is just so ridiculously super, super, super intelligent. He essentially <laughs> figures out that he could craft the perfect sentence to break Superman. And he does. Oh, um, okay. It's like, why don't you put the whole world in a bottle? Um, and it, it's a reference to some stuff, and I love that. But it's, but it's, it's like, what would, what would make him too horny to fight? What would just like instantly <laughs> make him lose his shit? <laughs> just like, oh no, Brainiac, you've defeated me. <laughs> Super Kryptonian, calm, blasting, <laughs> and I'm helpless to save the world. Uh. <laughs> well, I had to say it. That's a that's a You're that's a heck of a it. twist. <laughs> it's lovely because yeah, again, the lovely unexpected twist. You think they're gonna punch each other? It's like no, they fuck no each other. Here. <laughs> they're gonna, f- yeah, you know, no one's punching anyone, but someone's beating someone else. <laughs> oh, oh, Jack. Um, honestly. <laughs> so I did have another film smash idea Ooh. for today. Well, no, that was that was that was free. That was for free. You can have that one. That was, um, that was for. <laughs> no, no, that's not for free. That's going on the OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> God. 
can we have a film smash only fans what we just do we just do like film smash film smash erotica where we just talk about <laughs> sexy films like that's the twist it's always like this film but like sexy or is this it's like rule 34 but like <laughs> no no let's not we can't do what, that what what but I'm just hey, all I'm doing is I'm just saying words, you know. We're not making You're film the one smash choosing rule to be affected 34. by them. No, don't say those two words. Don't say, yeah, don't put those together in a sentence. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Well, that's gonna get clipped. Uh, don't know who by you yeah, or me when we choose us. to put it, leave it in or out. Anyway, you had another idea. <laughs> Sorry, oh, the discourse is doing is doing me in. Wait, one more thing. Has there ever been any fucking in any of our film smashes? No. Because, you know, there isn't enough fucking in modern cinema. There was in the Scooby-Doo um, yes. thing. Because who's of fucking Rinsmith. who? It was like Fred is fucking Fred and Daphne, Daphne. isn't it? <laughs> Yes, although Fred is also gay. <laughs> He's reading Traps <laughs> Weekly. <laughs> oh no no well that's that's its own kettle of worms we don't yeah kettle of worms sure kettle um, of worms. yeah exactly it's that bad but no there was all we did um we did asmr rated oh yeah that was that was all fucking it, okay we've done a couple that's good we've done a couple okay well i'm gonna try and, whatever your idea is i'm gonna try and put some of that in there mm. hey that totally works <laughs> it okay, really works let's go let's go